Jobs, 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 and hobbies, work, 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 and play. Hey everyone, welcome to the Wires Slash Jobs podcast. My name is Nathan Pulse, and I wanted to start this podcast to learn more about different industries. I thought I'd start by interviewing friends, family, and maybe a few strangers along the way about their jobs and hobbies. For my first podcast episode, I thought I'd start with one of my best friends, Matt Townsend. Matt and I met seven years ago at a church in L.A. where we were both trying our hands at acting. He was recently a best man at my wedding in July. So without further ado, the one and only Matthew Scott Townsend. Hey, Matt. Welcome to the Wires Slash Jobs podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. So you are the first guest. Yes, um, the best, the best guest. The first, and you the know, best. Exactly. First is the best. It 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 doesn't rhyme, but it's still true because not you don't have to have things rhyme to be true. Um, but you are the guinea pig, but you're also um, the hook for the entire show. So mm. people are gonna judge our show based off of this first episode. So um, no pressure. No pressure at all. So Matt, um, let's let's get straight straight to it. I want to know um, what. First of all, what is your job? So we're talking uh, uh, 20, 2020. Uh, this is actually being recorded in 2021, but <laughs> before the whole pandemic thing hit, um, I would sing at retirement communities. Wow. So is <laughs> <laughs> that a genuine reaction? It's like, I know you did not know that before. <laughs> So, okay, that's, I mean, that's a pretty unique job. Do you know anyone else who, do, who does or did that same thing? Uh, personally, not really, but I did, you know, in the course of me doing what I was doing, I did sometimes run into other folks that would be doing similar things. Um, but usually I was kind of, what I was doing was mostly exclusively at retirement communities where some, there are some, there are a few people that would do the same, but it's pretty uncommon. So, um, what were your favorite things about your job? I mean, you must have, you must have, um, you must have like found yourself getting into that because it's, um, it just something drew you to it. Well, in some ways I did kind of fall into it, but, uh, the things that led me to falling into it, I kind of an old soul myself. So I work really, I, you know, work well with elderly and um, can have a pop culture conversation with someone in their 90s because that's the same stuff that I enjoy, the same movies and music from that time. So it kind of lent itself to, uh, I don't know, I just kind of, in some ways, like my interest in those things helped, helped me uh, in, the, in this job, you know, which is a little, not a little, but very niche. Do you want to be serenaded by a young man when you are in a nursing home someday? <laughs> um, well, I mean, at this rate, I guess I might be singing from a room board. Who knows what the what young people, what people will think that people of my generation would be singing. They'll probably be doing stuff like Green Day and 
some 54 and i don't even know i can't i'm trying cold some, play some 54 i don't, I don't know is that even a band i think <laughs> some so. 41 I don't know. I think. so there you go something like that i'll just say names and it probably exists somewhere and, and that doesn't I, mean you're, that doesn't mean you're bad at math it just means you just didn't listen to that band very much right exactly i don't even know and those bands that i'm saying are probably like super old people you know i i don't i have no idea but i guess yeah We'll have to just wait and see. Um, <laughs> right. What Matt, tell me some things that make your job hard. Uh, well, it's the same thing that can make the job great. You know, it's always the people that you're dealing with. And when you've got great people, you know, things are great. And sometimes people can make things unnecessarily difficult. Um, you know, but it, it's, it, it can be a challenge and kind of fun sometimes to, uh, you know, you have your, uh, the elderly folks that are just having a bad time and want everyone else to have a bad time. <laughs> um, and you can get your hecklers and stuff, but it's kind of fun when I can win them over. Uh, and that sometimes has happened. You know, you, you figure out maybe like a favorite song or something, you find out what they're interested in and, um, and then kind of cater to that. And it's, it's neat. You can kind of like see that shift. I, I, I saw it happen several times, which is always kind of gratifying. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you convert a heckler to a fan, it's a <laughs> big accomplishment. Can you walk me through, um, maybe, maybe, maybe you don't have like an average day, but can you just walk me through a day you might have? Um, well, I, so I was kind of fortunate that a lot of the homes that I, you know, I had a set schedule. So not when you're, anytime you're a performer, you don't really have like your nine to five schedule. But I was kind of fortunate in that a lot of the homes that I went to um, actually did want me to go on a regular weekly, you know, rotation to different homes. Um, and depending on the day of the week, at my busiest time, uh, I had four that I was going on a Wednesday. So on Wednesday, I had four homes, which was a lot because um, each home was an hour performance. And then I'd have like 30 minutes in between to drive and kind of rest my voice, go to the next place and then do an hour performance. Um, so Wednesdays were like especially hard. And then Thursday, I only had one home, but that was helpful because, you know, you know, you can only, you can only sing so much. <laughs> so, yeah. T I mean, tell me like, what what would that look like? Say you did have a lot of um, gigs in a row. What would that look like if your voice was too sore? Would you ever have to cancel? Was did you just push through it? Yeah, well, you know, it was funny. Like I never, I never really thought too much about. Um, sometimes you'll, you'll, you know, singers or whatnot, they'll be a little finicky about their voices and things like that. And sometimes I just felt like that was being a little over the top. But I learned when I was. Um, singing so much myself, I'm like, oh, you do actually reach a point where you do have, kind of have to be careful. And so if, you know, like on those days when I was was singing a lot and if my voice, I did, because that's the thing, like when your voice gets tired and you have a schedule like that, you never actually get the opportunity to rest. So you, you have to be a little more careful um, to find those times to rest your voice. So whether that be just, you know, not speaking, you know, for parts of the day or um, certain things you do just kind of like, I mean, the, one of the biggest things is really just, you know, taking care of your voice, warming up before you sing, you know, making sure you're, um, 
you're using good vocal technique and stuff. So trying to be really careful of that. And some of the things that I had to stop doing, um, so I would try to uh, imitate people sometimes. Like one that the elderly couple always liked was when I would imitate uh, Louis Armstrong, like uh, What a Wonderful World. And doing that it can be rough on the voice when you're doing it a bunch. So I had to stop doing it for the whole song and I started just throwing it in as, as a, a line here or there. Um, and different ways you find it, kind of like protect your voice and just, you know, because um, yeah, that, that's, I mean, you know, if you can't sing, then for me, that would be very bad because that's how you I make your making, money. Making all my, yeah. How you make your dough. So what exactly. are, what are like the gifts you have that help you do your job well? Well, I mean, the first thing would just be having a, it's weird to toot your own horn in a way, but having a decent voice, singing voice that people like to hear. So I'm grateful for that. I don't really understand why people like it, but I'm grateful that they do. Um, so that's one. Um, but, but with any type of job, uh, I think being able to relate well to people is super important like even if you do have a great voice but you're just terrible with people you might not you know get by as well and then even if you have kind of like just average singing voice but you're great with people you know people like having you around so um i'm probably somewhere in the middle of those <laughs> would you sing just like a, a tiny tiny bit oh my i haven't well um like what like what's with no music here uh, usually I would just use tracks. Um, what song do you want to hear? Or do you think your audience would? Because well, the stuff the... I sing is super like old school stuff. Well, what's like your go-to song if, if someone just asked you to sing a song and one you have memorized, one of your favorites, mm. what would that be? Well, with the elderly, usually My Way was always like a big hit. Um, but that's, but usually what I would try to do is find out what their favorite song was or the, you know, one of their favorites that I knew at the very least. And I try to go that way. So I'd like, Ooh, what's a song? You know, I'd, I'd sometimes try to figure out what type of mood people were in, you know, they want something happy, something reflective, something, you know, a love song. Um, mm, love song, love song. Oh, I just made that up. So, <laughs> but yeah, let's hear a little bit of um, my way. Just, just like the core, a little half chorus or something. Just, just so people chorus. have it. Just so people feel like they're in a nursing home. <laughs> uh, let's see if I could just jump right into the middle. Uh, I guess I, I mean, I'll just the start of it. I'll just do like the first because it kind of each verse sort of repeats itself. But uh, and now the end is near. And so I face the final curtain, my friend. How about that? <laughs> I that's, don't know. That's great. And you know what? I hope that you get some bookings um, from someone that, listening to this podcast. That, that was no warm-ups. All the stuff I talked about doing before that you should do, I did not do because <laughs> I didn't really think I was going to be singing. <laughs> well, that's pretty good for not warming up. Thanks, Matt. For, thanks, Matt, for being a sport and, and doing yeah. that. Um, I want to know um, if money didn't exist, would you still be a singer in a, in nursing homes? Mm, that's a good question. I 
the reality is I, I probably would still do it, but not as much. <laughs> it would be more like special occasion stuff rather than like day, every day at a, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I mean, things change once you throw that question in. Yeah. Um, that kind of leads me to um, your hobbies because hobbies are something where we don't necessarily get paid for them. Um, so what what hobbies do you have or is there a particular one that you're super into right now? Well, um, as I know that we've talked about this one before and most people who know me know that I've turned into this fanatic uh, for this game called Pickleball, which is the fastest growing the mic, sport. I think your mic is rubbing against something a little bit oh it's probably rubbing against my uh collar okay um we'll I cut it out edit that out well we no I, I this is not going to be edited that's one of the things because that would be a, <laughs> a, a full-time job and I don't, I don't who got time for that um okay but that's okay because you know real gonna... life doesn't get edited <laughs> i mean if it was something gonna... crazy we would edit it out like if you started saying a bunch of expletives we would have to edit that out We'd have to oh something. okay in fact just do just do one right now but like a fake one and i'll beep it out in post a fake one yeah give me a fake expletive but if you beep it out then no one's gonna know what i said right so just you can say whatever <laughs> just do one S pretend you stub your toe <laughs> or pretend i missed my pickleball shot i just i was playing around with the different sounds um, yesterday that I can use for this podcast, and one of them is like a sensor, like a bleep type thing. So I want to use it. So like, give me a chance. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> pickle. I don't know. <laughs> there we go. Okay, we're, we're gonna do that. Um, um. So so back to the back to the topic at hand because I kind of cut you off when you were t just um, unveiling that you love pickleball um go right back to that tell me about it i think i was saying that it's the fastest growing sport in the u.s despite its funny name um but i really like it it's kind of a for anyone that may not have heard about it yet um it's kind of a combination of tennis and ping pong i would say yeah i mean i love it too but um you you were into it before me, and I kind of just based off the name, I was like, eh, sounds like it's, I don't know, for old people, and a lot of older people do play it and enjoy it, but really, it's for all ages, right? Um, tell me though, like, because I mean, I obviously I know you pretty well, and so I know some things, but tell tell everyone else, kind of like just some of the things you've learned from playing it a lot, how much you've played or just like other things you kind of want to do with that well passion i mean i recently uh, played in my first tournament um which was nice. a good experience because nice. i've never played in any type of you know tournament sports stuff um so that was a good experience i ended up getting silver um and i only i played in i only played singles with pickleball you can play singles or doubles i actually prefer doubles but for this tournament, I just did um, singles. Um, Matt, I don't know if you told me that you got silver. Well, I'm trying to say, you know, I needed, you know, yeah. <laughs> this is your platform, I guess, to, yeah. to, to share your accolades. That's awesome. I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to give you some new information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So you, yeah, you're talking about the the people who have silver hair and you and how you got silver. Right. Everything's silver with me. <laughs> you, I'm gonna just bring this up because I remember um, you had said that you were interested, maybe, um, or you'd like to uh, have the ability to make an app for people who play pickleball to, to oh. learn the rules. Like I thought that was kind of neat. I mean, I was saying how right. I don't know how much how many people would would like be be looking for that, but that's still kind of it's cool it's cool when you love something enough to just want to do other things with it well the reason behind the app was mainly because you know i do enjoy pickleball so much that i was like how can i generate passive income so i can play pickleball more (laughs) and (laughs) you know monetize this hobby uh and one of the ideas of creating passive income was creating an app um about the rules of pickleball so that people could just look it up and then you're dealing with something that's information i'm not having to ship deal with people like oh i didn't get my order or something you know so they just download the app and as long as it's functioning properly you know everything's hunky-dory there how about that that's an old person word right there hunky-dory i'm gonna have to bleep that out too yeah oh yeah no that one's fine um better bleep it so wait matt you you were telling me about how many hours a week you played um, at <laughs> one point, right? Uh, it varies, but there was a time, you know, in the height of the pandemic where I was out there probably easily 12 hours a day on the courts. Wow. That's cool. You, Matt, you know what I found out? I found that my, my ping pong game really uh, improved after playing pickleball because In- um, my wife, Becca, she would crush me in ping pong but now i can hold my own and i actually like beat her in a game um the other day and we're kind of more neck and neck and so that that's really fun to just all of a sudden uh how it just transferred over and i've got more top spin right cross training there very Mm -hmm. good yeah so have you played uh tennis (laughs) since playing i I haven't i need to do that that way i can see if if that's improved as well It'll feel weird. I've only tried it like once. Yeah, I bet because it's just like it's close, but that's what kind of makes it weird. It's because yeah. it's like it's not the same. Um, but I need to try ping pong. That's a good idea. Are there? Are there? And we we can play it the next time we're together. Are there any other things you eat, want to share about um, singing in nursing homes or pickleball um, or anything you want to? just like share that you're like working on or excited about something else? Um, I guess maybe like, I don't know, not, I mean, yeah, I would say like, as far as like the nursing home stuff goes, like, you know, one of the, one of the cool advantages beyond just the scene was the people that you would get to meet and hearing their life stories. Um, whether, and being, doing it in LA, you'll meet celebrities or, you know, celebrities from yesteryear. Um, or their families, people close to them, or also just, you know, regular folks that also lived very interesting lives. Uh, and so it's kind of neat to hear their stories and, you know, um, kind of remember that. And, and, and I think whether, what it, no matter what you're doing, whether, um, you know, singing at nursing homes or playing pickleball, a lot of it has to do with people and interacting with people. And that's another great thing about pickleballs. Um, you know, got to meet a lot of new folks through that and, just gives you a platform, um, common ground to you know uh, connect on, and and I I found that the, the people that play 
for the most part are you know really great uh, folks and um, so yeah I guess I guess that's been if I were to like boil it down to an overriding theme of both those things um, it's been great getting to meet uh, meet all these people that's awesome that's awesome um, I feel like I feel like this is a really fun first episode and I appreciate yeah. you coming on and we'll have to have you back when you um, if you get another job and <laughs> um, yeah so like thanks for kicking us off because this is kind of just like a fun um, experiment in a way I've, I've always wanted to talk to people about their jobs though so it's it's fun for me to just kind of listen and ask questions so hopefully other people can can learn some things about some different careers and different hobbies as well well thank you very much Nathan I'll see you I'll see you um, on the other side of the podcast <laughs> all right sounds great <laughs> okay see you bye for now do you or someone you know work in an industry that everyone should hear about? Or is your hobby too good to keep to yourself? Reach out and let me know by going to wire slash feedback. That's W-Y-R dot E-S slash feedback. See you next week.